Welcome to the DL. This is the show where we talk about everything in the truck and equipment repair industry. It's my job to help inform and educate you on ways to help your business. We talk with technicians, business owners, associations, industry experts, manufacturers, and even a few you wouldn't think traditionally apply to your business. Welcome everyone to another episode of the DL. I'm your host, Tyler Robertson, the CEO and founder of Diesel Laptops. So thank you very much for taking some time to listen or watch us on YouTube today. And this is the show where we get to talk about everything to do with truck diagnostics. And it's not too often I get to talk and meet with somebody else who's in the commercial truck diagnostic and repair industry. Uh, so with all that said, I'm gonna introduce you to Light Check. So I won't tell the story and everything about it yet, but I just wanna say, Bob, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Tyler, pleasure to be here. So you're the founder, CEO, president, just about just about everything at Light Check. Well, like. also the janitor. <laughs> we all, you know what? We all gotta do that. I pick up garbage <laughs> around here as well. You see it on the floor, you gotta pick it up, right? Yep. <laughs> so we were just talking before this though. It sounds like this is your first time traveling. I just traveled for the first time on a plane in about 18 months, uh, a uh, couple weeks ago. Same, that's same true. for you? That's true with me. You know, I had a sense of my anxiety of just getting on a plane again. But yeah, I, it passed. Yeah, I, I was the same way. I was like, man, I got to wear a mask the whole time. I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't looking forward to it at all. Um, but, but all that aside, let's just tell everyone, you know, at the high level, who is Light Check and what do you guys do? Uh, it's one of those stories you never could predict. I get a call. I moved to Spokane from Silicon Valley where I spent 20 years in semiconductors. And I get a call from uh, somebody in, in the valley down there saying, I got a, a tester for testing lights on trailers. And I said, why do you need that? And that's where it started. Yeah, and when, when was this? 85, 85. 1985. So 85, I mean, this is pre-electronic and everything else. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. And, and today, what do you guys actually make today and sell? What's your products and services? Well, our, our, our products are, are focused on the trailer from uh, birth to death. In other words, our primary products are uh, both the certifier, which goes into the OEMs for end-of-the-line testing for 121 uh, brake timing, and then uh, products that go into the shop for maintenance and, and diagnostics. So these are bigger diagnostic tools, and you really got started before things were electronic, right? Oh, absolutely, although I did uh, use my, uh, shall we say, knowledge on electronics and building the first product. So the first product, was it just testing lights on trailers? Is that where, is that where uh, very, it started with? A very simple product, but it diagnosed the circuits. It, it told the technician the condition of the circuit, which uh, no one had done. So you just decided on a whim to start a company up? Well, it wasn't a whim, but on the other hand, <laughs> it, it's, it becomes a passion. It does. It, it do, becomes you know, a passion. I, I totally get it. Like, I, I, I'm very passionate about diesel laptops. I, I go to bed thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it, and I get to do it all day long. And I'm like, man, I get paid to do this. It's, it's unbelievable and, sometimes. And then, and then your wife asks you, well, who are you more passionate about? <laughs> Been there more than once. So I'm sure my wife's listening to this. Uh, she listens to the episodes every once in a while. So now I'm going to tell her, like, look, i got to get you into a podcast episode. So she'll appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the diagnostic tools you have, they're... They're, I guess let's describe them for everybody. And if today's tools, the, the verifier um, and inspector, I believe the two two main tools that you guys have, one's yes. for the trailer manufacturers, one's for the actual shop. Yeah. What do they actually test? Well, uh, think, of, think of our tools as a tractor, a smart tractor, because we are um, 
measuring all the conditions of the air system and the electrical system and ABS. And uh, we can produce a report, and, and therefore you can start doing uh, diagnostics. Okay. So it's it's air, electrical. I mean, these things are pretty advanced machines, oh, right? Yes. These aren't little handheld oh. things. These are tabletop type equipment. Yes, yes, yeah. Yep. So you have to run air compressors to them to, to get air to hey, them? Is that yeah, they do require power and air. But on the other hand, we regulate it because it's uh, so typical in a shop. They don't know what their power source looks like. They have no idea what the air is. Yeah. So I saw one of the videos on your front of your webpage. The guy had a tablet in his hand. He's like walking around hitting buttons and the trailer lights are flinking. So yeah. it, it sounds like it got pretty advanced. With oh, what yeah. You yeah. We're way ahead that way. Absolutely. And uh, so in that sense, we came out with that product about two or three years ago and it's starting to retake off. All right. So you have this, this tabletop unit. You, you hook it up to the, to the trailer. Right. You run, you run air to it. The tool hooks itself to the, the electrical. I'm assuming the seven pin, seven plug on the trailer. Yep. And then the, the, the operator has a tablet. Yes. They, is, it, is that what they use then to go through and run the commands and tests? Or is it automated or is it manual? or Well, it, it's kind of a combination. Uh, in other words, he can do just independent diagnostics. But if he's doing a DOT, and I want to talk about the DOT uh, report, um, then it uh, forces him to follow a process. And it collects the information automatically. So that when you are finished, you got a verifiable report that the DOT will recognize. And so it contains data and photos and, and uh, comments and so forth so that uh, the, the uh, shop now has far more information than they've ever had before. All right. So I get it. You don't have to have a truck hooked up then to do, your, do your trailer inspections. This thing... Like I said, smart truck essentially, right? It it, it does it for you and yeah. catalogs yeah. it and log and all that stuff. Yeah. How long does it take someone to actually go through a trailer inspection? Like, what's the uh, average time? Well, uh, I I would guess to do a full DOT report would probably be 15 minutes. But the real savings is the data, because you can cut out a lot of backroom work, okay. and and have predictability. That is the real advantage. I've heard it over and over again. So your the technician performs the inspection, and then the inspection's done. Is it is it something that prints out? Is it something on the tablet? How do they how do they view that? Report? All the above. Okay. But it, it basically goes into a cloud site that's secure, and now the uh, company has a history of that trader, and and of course now they can look at the fleet as a whole. Okay. They can identify how many bad tires that they've replaced. Okay, so they have a web dashboard where they can log yes. into on the website and, yes. and look at all this information yeah. and everything. Yeah, so I mean, that's crazy because when you look at back, you said 85, right? So <laughs> 85, was, was ABS even a thing on trailers in 85? No, 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 so it was just, just lights essentially. Yeah, lights, right? and, and so they'd hook it up to their $110,000 tester called a tractor yep. and had a driver, and, and that's the way they would power things up unless they made a, um, a switch box. Okay. So you come along, so first it was that, then ABS came along, right? And ABS right. is its whole, whole other thing. How did you guys manage that? Was that, was that a big deal at the time? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, in fact, is, uh, uh, it came by because I started asking questions. How does ABS work? And I discovered a PLC had both the sender and a receiver chip. 
Okay. So the so the tractor was a receiver chip. Yep. So we install the receiver chip in our tester, and it acts like a tractor. And but it also reads the codes. Okay. So it gives the technician far more information than he ever imagined. Yeah, I mean we're we're a bunch of idiots when it comes around here to trailers. Like <laughs> customers will ask us, they'll go, "Hey, how do I how do I hook up? Will your tool hook up to a tra to, if a trailer's hooked up to the truck? Can I use it for diagnostics?" We're like. Sometimes the newer, we, we just say, well, the newer the truck, the newer the trailer, odds are you can use the truck diagnostic port. Is that? Maybe. Maybe, yeah, like that. that what, what if the truck is not producing the, the uh, right kind of power for yeah. whatever reason? Yeah. Or, you, you know, the biggest problem they have with ABS is power. Yep. And so what is the power at the, uh, at the ECU level? And especially when you're talking about um, combinations. Yeah. So we always tell customers, best thing you can do, buy the PLC, the power line carrier adapter, so you can split that seven pin to nine pin, which is the standard we use on truck, yeah. the trailer seven way. Bring a battery out there with you, power up the truck, and then and then do and it. That, and that is a problem because they don't yeah. know what the battery par, uh, charge is. Yep. And if they're trying to do a, a reliable uh, test at uh, 10 volts, that's not the same as a 413. Yeah, yeah, and it'll still power up enough to oh. read, but the things won't operate the same. It's Yep, and so the uh, firmware in the tester takes care of all that. Yeah. It uh, immediately identifies uh, a issue if it's uh, low power. So I guess the question I have to ask is you were, you were basically doing mechanical things with the electrical testers, right? Then ABS came along. You had to get a little bit into the software game. Oh, yes. Yeah, like how did how, how of a transition was that? Because that's kind of what we're trying to do with diesel laptops is be a software company, right? Yeah. So what was it like for you guys to be able to do that? Uh, trial and error. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> and, you, you know, you talk about rabbit holes. Okay, yeah. I, found, I found a few. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, it's a tough transition to make. Um, and even now, so, you know, we were, we've been talking all day how – how things are changing. And oh. I know we're gonna talk about smart trailers here in a second, but already where we see it is that diagnostics happens on the on the shop, in the shop environment. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling you guys, like, man, now data's coming off the vehicles it, before they even get to a shop. And it just, that, that one little thing changes a lot of things all of a sudden yeah. in our industry. Well, the thing is that, you know, the, um, the fleet may see a, a fault uh, being sent but what is the real nature of that fault? Is it, a, is it a sensor issue? Is it a power issue? Or is it an operator issue? Until you get it in the shop, you really cannot tell what the, where the real problem is. Yeah. It, 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 it can be diagnosed. Yeah, and it, things got really complicated, especially in the aftermarket world, right? Because, you know, before it used to be like one wire for one thing and then multiplex wiring came around yeah. and things got more complicated and even now, even now we're going through all our fault codes because customers are asking like, I got five codes, which one's the most important? I'm like, okay, we need a severity rating. <laughs> you know, well, some of the fault codes actually give you a severity rating, but uh, when we look at it, it's just a severity rating for that component. So like, okay, great. So a DPF um, has a severe, has a, has a high, high importance severity fault code. And that just means you're gonna get derated. Your truck's not gonna blow up. That's different than a high severity rating for, say, your oil pressure, right? Yeah. That's really bad. Your engine's probably going to blow up or low oil pressure, right? So we're like, okay, how do we how do we figure this out and make this a little bit easier for people? So a lot of just a lot of things going on. But I love for you to talk about smart trailers a little bit. So as I've always said, I'm I'm a dummy when it comes to trailers. Can you just kind of break down for everyone what what is a smart trailer when you, when you use that word? Well, the smart trailer in general definition is uh, a 
uh, a way of identifying all the critical items that are in operation on the trailer, which could be a door open, low temperature, light out. So there's a, I would like to suggest that there's two major elements. Part of it is conditional or operational, and the other one is out of service. So what what is an out of service uh, element that will um, lead that trooper on the side of the road and say, wait a minute, I want to take a look at this. But uh, the other thing that's uh, not too obvious in electrical especially is the intermittent issues. It, uh, you know, the light comes on or goes off intermittently. The gremlins. Yeah. The gremlins. Yep. And, and so t- uh, to try to trace those problems uh, can be a real task unless you have diagnostics to do it properly. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I do want to emphasize is that I've been a long-term member of TMC, CVSA, CTEA, uh, you know, uh, I'll throw out the terms. And <laughs> uh, in, in any case, uh, so I've been able to incorporate all their practices and recommendations to the T. So if, if uh, in our software and, and firmware, if we see it goes outside of that, those conditions, then we raise the flag. There's your problem. It may not be the sensor at all. Yeah, and we've been involved with TMC for, for several years now, and I, I was amazed when I first got in there to find out all those recommended practices they have from yeah. how to grease a fifth wheel to, <laughs> to everything else, right? Like, it, it yeah. just, it's, it's amazing how much they have. And the, the number of smart, knowledgeable people they have putting that stuff together it truly is an industry yeah. thing. And I know you just mentioned you're, you're going to TMC here pretty soon. We're going to, we're going to trade shows, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we got a full cycle coming up, like four or five shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it feels almost weird to be back to normal. <laughs> oh, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so smart trailers, I mean, that's a whole other game now, though. Let's just want to oh, go back yeah. to that because you have a lot of different component manufacturers. I've seen... I've seen videos or products where there's sensors on landing gear, sensors on doors, sensors on lights, you have sensors on tires for air pressure, all these things. Are these things all talking a common language with each other? Or no. are they all they're all their own thing? Yeah, everybody's doing their own thing. And that's a, that's a real problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially for the troopers on the side of the road. You know, they're they're going to be dealing with the whole spectrum. But even some of the fleets are going to be dealing with a, a spectrum. So they need really to have one simple tool that will accommodate all of those different uh, technologies. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, it reminds me of kind of what happened with truck. You had a bunch of different component manufacturers and they first electronic, they all had their own diagnostic port, they're all using their own languages. Yeah. And nobody could build a truck and you had 10 different tools. It, it, was, it was a complicated thing and they, they finally came together. And I, some, I see some people out there like Philips trying to put some global stuff together to, to consolidate mm-hmm. those things. So it'll be, Really interesting to see to see where all the, all that goes. Um, so your company's been around for 35 years, right? You went through the whole from electrical to the ABS stuff to now you got Android apps and, and these things. And where where do you see this thing going when you look down the road? The I don't have a clue. <laughs> I mean, it's changing so fast. Yeah. And of course, uh, uh, today's technology is evolving. But on the other hand, we do have the capability of, uh, you know, multiplexing as well as multiple wires, higher voltages, um, telemarketing, the, I mean, the, um, um, uh, the uh, Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth and yeah. so forth. So uh, 
uh, at this point, we're trying to accommodate every conceivable uh, method of uh, collecting that information. And the real key is to get that information all on one file so that it follows the trailer rather than just sporadic. Well, I want to switch gears a little bit because okay. one of the things that... He's trying to trick me. No, no, no. Definitely not trying to trick you. What, here's the thing. You've been, your company's been around for a long time, right? Mine's been around here for six. And I, I literally thought my company was going to go out of business when COVID happened, right? Like I had the panic, panic level 100, right? And you've been around for a long time. Any keys to success or, 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 or things you can say to kind of like, how, how do I keep diesel laptops around for the next 35 years? Like a, to me, that seems uh, like a long time. I don't I, know how I, we're going to do I it. I don't think there's a simple answer except faith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it really boils down to, okay, what do I deal with today? What's the best way to handle? And of course, I, I, I keep foremost as... Uh, how do, how do I handle or not handle, but treat my employees the best way, my customers even better, and of course my vendors. Yeah. I, I, I need all three of them. So yeah. it's a balance. If you had to look back over the last 35 years, any big mistakes or any, oh, any, yeah. any, any ones you're kind of like, man, I really, I really whiffed on that one or that was, that was on me. Any, yeah. Anything good there come to mind at all? Uh, how, how, how about, uh, whoops, I shouldn't have gone down that road. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's been a hard one for us too. Is uh, you know when you talk about that, like we went down, well, we went down some wrong roads. But we went down a lot of roads, and we yeah. we all of a sudden found ourselves not making any progress because we're going down so many roads. Yeah, and we're like, okay, we we got to really figure out what are we really good at here at Diesel Laptops, and that needs to be our focus here yeah. at Diesel. Did you fall into that trap at all too? Oh yes, absolutely, and it is all people driven, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like this new technology, that's, that's being driven by people who think that they uh, have the right answer, and they may have. I, I don't question that. Yeah, and it's hard, too, because, you know, even for me, I'm trying to bring experts in here, like, hey, I need this thing done, and they're saying, you need to do it this way, and another one says, I need to do it that way, and I'm like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That's why I hired you guys. Like, we, we need to figure this out. So it's it's a lot of road not travel in, oh, yeah. in the whole thing. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, you know, 20 years ago, we weren't so desperate in finding software developers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you struggle with that out, out west as well? Oh yes, <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah. But but we've always, I have always been in in uh, software in some fashion, especially the firmware with the early testing. Yeah, yeah. Because you really have like the embedded oh, software yeah. in your in your. Because your bikes are mechanical, part mechanical, I guess, right? Because you have the air and electrical in there. And their software as well. But everything's gone uh, uh, software, yeah. and 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 of course uh, we used to have a lot of uh, our, our controllable cards with push pull. I mean uh, through hole uh, devices. It's all gone surface mount now. Yeah. More reliable and more capability and cheaper. Yeah. So any new products coming out in the near future? I, I, any new designs? Where where are you guys at in the whole product cycle? Well, in a way, uh, we're looking to the industry to give us guidance there. I, I'm really focused on trying to find um, partners and um, um, I, I guess partners in developing the uh, smart trader technology because I see that as a real need. Yeah. Uh, you know, they uh, when, whenever they come out with a new product, they're focused on the new product. But how do you get data from the field? Yeah, yeah. That's that, and that 
like I said earlier, that, that changes the game when you start oh, taking data off vehicles. Yeah. It, it really impacts things. And I don't think people quite understand the dynamic that's oh, shaping yeah. and, and changing in our industry and everything. Yeah. And then you had mentioned earlier, too, about DOT inspections. Yes. So do you mind kind of expanding on that, on, on what you wanted to talk well, about there? Well, the, the, the typical fleet now has a paper form that uh, they check. Yep. Oh, I checked the lights, I checked the tires, and so forth. And, and so uh, our verifier now will report, um, develop a automated DOT report that gives hard data. In other words, it, it, it shows what the voltage and the amperage of each circuit is, and along with uh, air loss. You know, so many of the shops, they have to depend on, uh, can I hear that air loss? Well, you don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, we can measure it to the tenth of a pound per minute. And, and so uh, having precise data. I, I have yet to see a, a circuit or an airline improve itself. It needs help. <laughs> so I remember being a service manager at a truck dealership and we filled out these DOT annual paperwork and it was always this carbon copy form that you fill out, right? And then you fill yeah, out Yeah, you couldn't read the third or fourth copy. No, you, no, you, never, <laughs> could read, you never could, right? Especially it's, it's people's handwriting, right? That's even, even worse. Plus the fact you don't recall where you put it. Yeah, exactly. So can, are digital versions allowed to be used or does it have to be paper or how does it? It does not it? have to be paper and okay. we are in full compliant. So that means anybody that's authorized can download that report and, and all of the history. So in other words, uh, like in California, they have the BIT program where they require a DOT every 90 days. Well, you can you literally go back in the last four years and see what the, uh, the DOT reports look like. We had a situation where um, the state asked uh, the fleet, we want to see your reports for the last two years. And uh, the, um, the, the fleet was able to deliver that inside of two days in, in file form. And so we've never seen it that way before. <laughs> we usually had to wait months and yeah. then get a pile of paper. Uh, yep. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. I just always assumed it had to be paper because that's the only no, thing I've ever, I've ever seen up there. So does the driver then have like an app where they pull that on or they save a picture of it? Or how does the, how does the driver have it? If However it's they want to do it. If they want to have a paper copy, which is the normal practice. Yeah. But ideally, if, uh, if he can pull it down on his app, uh, you know, like for instance, if that trooper had access to that, he could pull it down. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, that's way future. Yeah. The way future. Yeah, it's almost like ELDs, right? Where the troopers need the ability to yeah. get a report no matter what brand it is yes. to be able to, to see what's going and, on. And, and it's really called assurance. Yeah. Because now he's got some, um, he's, it, it's, a very, it's very easy for us to say, if it's a printed form, I can believe it a lot easier than if it's a printed form, uh, than a copied form. Yeah. Yeah. Much, much easier. No, I mean, it sounds like you had a great solution for not only doing the diagnostics on the trailers, right? And that needs to be done. Um, and by the way, I, I didn't even know California did them every 90 days. Mm -hmm. I've always thought with commercial trucks, I'm like, man, every year, a year's a long time. Like, like, there's a lot of things that can break in a year, and that's all they've ever required. Which that I, was which my first was major contract. Oh, was it really? Yeah. In other words, the, um, the California Highway Patrol... Uh, so my little uh, product release for that first tester, yeah. and they called me and said, we need a tester <laughs> that one patrolman can use and be guaranteed he's doing a good job. Yep, yep. No, and I, I know all these DOTs are looking for electronic tools now, right? Like yeah. they're like, 
they're, they got besides the whole safety thing that goes on with the lights and electrical and brakes and all that stuff. Then you got people tampering with the emissions on these things, mm. and that's a whole nother thing. And they're all looking for solutions. Like we just want to plug a device in and tell us if the guy is cheating or not, right? Yeah. So there, there's a lot of things going on. And uh, again, I go back to COVID really sped up the whole digitization thing, digitalization, right? It's just sped it up so fast and everyone's looking for these new things now so it's an interesting time to be alive well the biggest cost a fleet has is uh roadside yeah whether whether it's uh, just a breakdown or whether it's now out of service an out of service uh call uh, on brakes is really expensive yeah i mean that's really we have that new diesel decoder tool it's about 350 bucks and that's exactly what it's meant for is to help people at least pre-diagnose, right? And have the mm -hmm. ability to send that data to a cloud, let someone help them. We think there's a lot of potential savings, you know, before a breakdown even occurs. But when one does occur, to make sure that shop already knows what they're running into. Because in, in our world, people break down, their check engine lights on, they call a guy out, guy gets there, oh, I don't have a diagnostic tool for that truck, yeah. right? Or I'm missing that little part. I'm missing that little part. And then they get out there, like, oh, you just need a sensor. Let me go drive back to the store to get the <laughs> sensor and I'll go drive back to your truck. And all of a sudden, if they would have had that data to begin with, they would have been able to do that stuff much, much quicker. Yeah. So it's interesting, interesting times. Uh, going back to your, your main products, the I know there's the manufacturer one we didn't talk about much, um, but it sounds like that's a tool literally they use at manufacturers to mm -hmm. to do the end of line and they run every truck, every trailer across it. Is that right. essentially? Yeah. 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 Um, the in-shop one. Can you give some guidance on roughly where the pricing is on this thing? Is this a $200,000 tool? Is it a, what, <laughs> no, it, what is no, it? No, I wish, but no. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it, it runs around four to 5000 Okay. And and so uh, a, a new customer can call up and ask uh, just to buy the tool. He can get a printed report. And then if he decides that he wants to see the analysis and do some diagnostics, he can pr proceed to get that. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, how do people get a hold of LightCheck, right? So uh, if they want to get a hold of LightCheck or you or your sales team, how, how do they, what's the best way to do that? Uh, I guess the easiest thing is just to go uh, uh, lightcheck.com. Yeah, and it's L-I-T-E, right? L-I-T-E. I I do you have a dash in, your, your, in the website too, I believe? So it's L-I-T-E yeah. dash C-H-E-C-K.com. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, no, and, I, and it's been really great having you here. It's been great learning about your company. I know you've got to learn about diesel laptops a little bit today as well. You know, I, I think if people have learned anything in this podcast, usually when I get people here, it means we're talking about something. So we'll see if this something comes up between between us and LightCheck. But I think it makes sense. Diesel laptops, we're doing really great on the on the tractor side of it. And then we've always kind of been like, eh, trailer stuff. I, you know, we don't know much about that. It's not been our thing. And you guys are the exact opposite. So. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're great partners that way. Yeah. So I think I think hopefully there will be some things people see between us and diesel laptops and light check in, in the near future and everything. And, and we can give them a, a simplified solution. I, I agree. I think there's a lot of ways to work together. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I, th I think we can probably throw out 50 ideas, and I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll show up with one or two of them and, and see, <laughs> see where things go. So. <laughs> And I'm always interested in see what the market needs. Yeah, same thing here. People always ask us, "How do you come up with these ideas?" I'm like, "Why well, didn't somebody somebody told me it was a problem?" Uh -huh, so we, yeah. we figured we'd make a solution <laughs> for it, and maybe we'll make money off it somehow, some way. Yes, yes. So, all right. With with all that said, we're, we're going to call it a wrap on this episode. I want to thank everybody who's been listening on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, and and everywhere else that we're on. Uh, also on YouTube, we love our YouTube channel, love our viewers. And as we end every episode, I'm going to say it's not just diagnostics, it's diagnostics done right, and you need trailer diagnostics as well to do that. So with all that said, thank you for watching and listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, Tyler.